Lela lectures Budanda Homa Auzu Billahi Semiul Halimina Shaytoni Rajim Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim Aza Yomul Akbar Yomul Shukur Yomul Salama Alhamdulillah Ala Nimatil Islam My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam I greet you with the greetings of unity, with the greetings of prosperity, with the greetings of the people of Jannah, with the best of greetings and the heavens and on the heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I decided to give you all a Eid gift. This is one of the lectures I prepared weeks ago to share with the Hummah. May Allah accept it from all that acts of ibadah. So, um, my short lecture for today is how to enjoy translated Quran and master it easily. How do you, as a Muslim, enjoy reading the translated Quran and master it in the easiest way effectively? So, what is a translated Quran? Is a Quran basically in another language except Arabic. Translated Quran, you should know that translated Quran is different from transliterated Quran. Transliterated Quran is still in Arabic. Translated Quran can be in any language. That's the meaning, given the meaning of the Quran. Can be in Chinese, can be in Swahili, can be in Luganda, can be in Yoruba, can be in Aousa, can be in Igbo, can be in basically any language. So the reader can understand the Arabic context of the Quran. So my brothers and sisters in Islam, I derived 10 ways to master the Quran effectively. How do we master the Quran effectively? One, you buy it. You have to possess one to be able to learn from it. So if you don't have one, you buy it. If you have one in your library, on your shelf and you don't touch it except maybe once in a blue moon when you dust it and um, place it among the books you assess often so if you have a translated quran you don't assess often please dust it now clean it and place it among your prayer books or the books you assess often we all know the books you have assess often there are some books we touch once in a blue moon there are books or articles or um Educative materials we assess often. So please, we should do that. We should add our translated Quran to the materials we assess often. Now, if you assess it often, but you don't really enjoy it, just like the way you enjoy the Arabic context of the Quran, then let's go to step two. So you've acquired your Quran, you've bought your, your, your translated Quran, or the one in your library, you've dusted it, you now have it, you've placed it among the books, you assess often so what do you do before you touch it you perform ablution if you can you pray to allah that whatever you learn from it should be beneficial to you and you also pray to allah to enable you master it effectively so that's number two performing ablution and your near that you want to learn from the quran you want to master it effectively so number three just like every book the translated quran 
as introduction you have the forward and so on so you should read this before you jump into the the the, the main of the quran you read the translation i mean you read the introduction you read the forward you read the message from the author of the quran where is this to appreciate more of the translated quran and also the arabic form in their respective capacities and know the translated quran can never replace the original form in which it was revealed to the prophet which is the arabic form so reading this context the author's message introduction the forward and co increases the bond between the reader and also prepares you for what's ahead what's ahead is what you are going to read in the translated quran whether a chapter or a verse or a story whatever you are interested in in translated quran so number four the fourth point is moving to the glossary so in the glossary you find the number of the quran the quran the the name of i say number of the quran the number of the sun the surah the name of the surah the meaning of the surah where it was revealed and what page it can be found so i would advise i would advise you first learn this the name of the quran the name of the surah the meaning of the surah and where it was revealed when it comes to learning i don't advise the rush method baby steps can move us far so you should first learn this to to enable us to revise so when you go in depth into the quran it will just be like a revision for you you know the surah you know the meaning of the surah you know why it was read and everything to have a foresight so this basically helps us the glory helps us to have a foresight of what each surah talks about so the so that's number four the three ways in which a reader can master translated quran effectively starts from number five six and seven there are three broad ways so number five what is the first way number five the brief index every translated quran have a brief index which is arranged from a to z so you can just simply take it word per word till you get to z by looking at the chapter and verse or verses in front of the word so each word has a chapter or page number in front of it so you shouldn't just rush you can take it one word per day one chapter per day you can even take it because there are even some some words that have many chapters in front of it that you can find them in many chapters of the quran so you can even take it one chapter per day whatever is in front of that word you're interested in so the second method of exploring the translated quran which is number six you can skip the brief index and move directly into to the surahs as long as you've mastered the surah the surah number and whether it's a makkah or a madinan you can madinan surah you can just read one page or one surah per day depending on your allocated time to read the translated quran or maybe your test for knowledge so every surah when you use this method you find that every surah has a preamble which includes the story like um summary of what is expected how it was revealed and everything what the meaning aside the aside the direct meaning the the scenario surrounding its revelation 
so which describes the surah and you can also revise on whether it's a Makkan or a Medinan surah. So in this step, when you go directly into the surahs, you are also revising. You are revising what you learned in number four, whether it's a Makkan surah, whether it's a Medinan surah and also the meaning of the surah. So we should note as um, readers of the holy book that you can have a small jota to note the verses you want to remember or keep making references to. Because ideally, marking with pencil or maybe a lighter may make your Quran look rough. And maybe you have a visitor or someone who wants to assess the Quran, the translated Quran. So it's just better for your, for your translated Quran to remain neat. Have a jota, a small jota you can put below your translated Quran. So whenever you are you're reading your translated Quran, you jot some surahs or some points you want to make reference to or you want to keep making references to and so on so what is the third way to explore the translated quran which is number seven the third way of exploring translated quran is merely to explore <laughs> yeah merely to explore now um the first method i gave was you can pick from a to z what per word a you finish a then go to b and c number the, the second method was um the second method is to take um, one surah at a time, explore one page or the one page of a surah. You move surah by surah. So this is the third method, just exploring translated Quran, which is also one of the methods I use most of the time. So you pick up your translated Quran and you open a page randomly and start reading. I do this a lot because it takes me back and also gives me a, like inspiration if it's a verse. Most of the time, I get verses that suits my, suits my mood. Or sometimes I feel it's a direct speech to me, like a lie speaking to me. So you can use any of this method, anyone that works for you. If you want to use the index, if you want to go surah by surah, if you want to explore. The main thing is to have your niya you want to learn and, and to enjoy reading the translated Quran. So those are the three ways. So number eight is... You should tell someone at least a verse or a story you've learned from the translated Quran. That's basically, that's one of the best ways in which knowledge sticks by teaching someone. And social media has made it um, easy for us. You just have to update your feed or maybe tweet it and that's Sadaqa Suljaria. Whatever you've learned from translated Quran, Fisabilillah. Now you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't go to and, and learn um, I mean, you don't go to post on social media or post on Twitter or post on anywhere because you want to make people know that you are learning the translated Quran and so on. You do it feasibility and with that, the knowledge sticks more and you get more baraka for learning. So number nine, whatever you learned, you apply it. Application is not just about unearthing knowledge and getting knowledge from different sources. It also has to do with application. How do you apply what you've learned from the translated Quran? Your daily activities and your speech. There should be a difference between someone who reads the pure form of the Quran, the Arabic context of the Quran only, and you who reads the Arabic context of the Quran and go further in reading the translated form of the Quran. So there should be a big difference. You should show it. People should see it in you that yes, you are knowledgeable. They should see the they should see the aura of knowledge in you that yes, you are 
better in terms of knowledge. So lastly, the last point is buy a translated Quran for a friend or family. Sometimes you run out of gift options, just like Eid now. We run out of gift, gift options. If you've not bought a gift for someone of the gifts, maybe for this Eid and after Eid, I would encourage is a translated Quran. If you are, if you have an NGO or a foundation or anything that has to do with donation of books, I would encourage you that one of the books you should add to your donation is a translated Quran. Personally, the one I'm also using was not bought by me. It's a foundation that donated it to me, the Mosok Foundation, the Munirat and Surajogulai Foundation. May Allah accept it from them as, a, as an act of Ibadah. So you are donating Quran to someone, that's Sadaqatul Jaria. They also learn it, they gain knowledge from it, you are getting rewards. You also keep reading your translated Quran, it sticks more. And basically, you master translated Quran effectively. So my brothers and sisters, those are the 10 points I have on how to enjoy translated Quran and master it effectively. May Allah accept our sins and deeds as acts of ibadah. May Allah make the knowledge we are gaining and knowledge we've gained and knowledge we've gained beneficial to us. Fil dunya wal akhirah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdi ashadu allahi la illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Lila lectures. Beautiful.